Welcome back. Welcome. This is week two of our best of 2022 reads. And this was Lexi's book. I guess to backtrack, this is like you show one half of this podcast. This is Lexi, the other half of this podcast. And uh, welcome back to Sisters Waiting Romance. I don't know if I would call this a romance, to be honest, this book. But um, we there's can romance in it. Talk about it. So this week, we did Lexi's pick. Because last week we did Book Lovers, which is my pick. This week, we did Wolf Song by TJ Klune. Who, I've actually never read any of his books. Also, this is the first like quote-unquote romance that i've read written by a guy i've read i've obviously read authors that are men but i haven't read a romance yeah he's a like a queer author but have you read any of his other books no because he he, like a huge chunk of his books are like ya like middle grade so oh that would that's shocking because this book because i think this is like his it was one of his first series that we were not YA. Interesting. Because, yeah, this book is definitely it's adult. It's not <laughs> Like, for sure adult. Um, but, yeah, he has a huge amount of YA books. I've heard, like, really good things about his other books. And this is, like, the only, like. So you haven't read any of his other books? No. Oh, I literally. How did you stumble upon this? How did this? I find this? It was Bookstagram. People, it would come up every once in a while. It would be I like people never are heard like of this book before. People are like Wolf Song is amazing, and the whole series people were like raving about. In really? particular, Raven Song, people love. That's the second book. That's, That's the second Gordo's book. It's Gordo's book. Okay, but I would see it every often, and then like when I would look at lists of like paranormal romance, it would always pop up really and i was just like you know what i'll like a, like i'll give it a chance and i took it up from the library and this book fucking wrecked me so i had never heard about this book until you told me about it and i didn't realize the author was a male until i read the bio with the back of the book like i i honestly didn't do any research in this book i just you said yeah this is the book that i picked i took it up from the library and I've I'd heard of TJ Klune because his other big book was like um like the house on the sea or something yeah, like that the one with the like cliff yeah and so I'd I'd seen that book at like Costco that I'd seen quite a few times at like on like um the like off like uh bookstore pick shelf like staff pick shelves at like bookstores or like Indigo. but I, I've never heard of this book and I've never done any research on this author so I didn't even realize it was a male until I read the bio at the back. And then I texted you being like, this is a dude. And you're like, yeah. And I was like, I did not, I did not clue into that. I, so the library has it categorized as fantasy, which is, I think paranormal and fantasy are different, but I get that. I don't know. I think you can use one for the other. A, a lot of overlap between, fantasy urban fantasy and paranormal because urban fantasy uses a lot of paranormal aspects and paranormal use a lot of urban fantasy aspects but i obviously lore the lores are always very different yes but like i see a lot of overlap between urban fantasy and paranormal i feel like the reason that you would label this as fantasy is if you didn't actually know the difference like if you were if you were a sci-fi reader or a non-fiction reader and you had to categorize this book you'd be like oh this is like fantasy you, but it's definitely like I would put this very squarely into the paranormal category rather well, yeah, than but into like fantasy. A lot of people who don't read fantasy or paranormal would have like a lot of people. No, like people who don't read like paranormal normally and like, but paranormal is like a very big romance thing. Yeah, thing. Because so like you, I don't. I think like if you didn't read paranormal or like paranormal romances a lot. You could label this maybe like an urban fantasy. Yeah, I could but see that. Like, but this is definitely paranormal. But like also so. the library doesn't have an urban fantasy they section. Don't have a, I don't even think it's you like, have a... I don't, I don't think you can list paranormal. I've never... Maybe just a Surrey library doesn't, but... Because um, I wasn't sure what to expect because I didn't read anything about this book. And the back of the book... The back of the book does not tell you anything. Okay, here, I'll read it. I'll read the back of the book and then we'll go... Do then you, we'll do tropes. Um... Okay, this is the back of the book. Ox was 12 when his daddy taught him a very valuable lesson. 
He said that Ox wasn't worth anything and people would never understand him. Then he left. Ox was 16 when he met the boy on the road. The boy who talked and talked and talked. Ox found out later that the boy hadn't spoken in almost two years before that day. And that boy belonged to a family who had moved into the house at the end of the lane. Ox was 17 when he found out the boy's secret. And it painted the world around him in colors of red and orange and violet of alpha and beta and omega. Ox was 23 when murder came into town and tore a hole in his heart and his head. The boy chased after the monster with revenge in his blood red eyes, leaving Ox behind to pick up the pieces. It's been three years since that faded day and the boy is back, except now he's a man and Ox could no longer ignore the the song that howls between them. So I, I wasn't sure what to expect. So first of all, I also wasn't entirely sure this was like, an mm romance and i read a lot of like male male like i read a lot of gay romance so but i wasn't really sure what to expect and i yeah don't know i still feel like i'm kind of formulating my thoughts a little because you've finished the book and you're kind of like huh but the thing like, is, while you're know. reading it while you're reading it I like you always devoured know, this book you always know it's gonna be ox and joe like, so okay but i texted you being like is it ox and joe and then <laughs> i was like i'm not telling you so, okay but so, it always comes back to to joe let's like, go whenever let's, he let's we'll backtrack and start with our tropes let's go with our let's and then we'll we'll get into it okay so tropes paranormal paranormal sure. faded mates faded mates uh found family Yes. And then I had like neurodivergent hero because Ox sounds like he's somewhere on the scale. Like whether he's like high functioning autism or he's got like, um, what is it that the, what's the other one that Eddie Chris works with? Um, uh, Asperger's? Yeah. Like that was kind I of what I got. I didn't read it. Or as... his childhood trauma goes just, so deep. I, I read like it as like super yeah, childhood, fucked him up. childhood trauma and he was just like really quiet. Cause like I I got more. Of it's sense also that he like, was like what did you say? Asperger is what it's called. Yeah. That's yeah, that's I what I got out of it. Like the I first didn't read little, him. the first couple chapters. Like that's that. how I read it. I would. I mean, I, I haven't. I thought he was just book. really quiet. And then it's like a small town, so obviously like resources are very small. And so I like, find that in small towns, like it. Obviously, we neither of us have lived in a small town, but like they kind of label you as this is who you are and yeah. then they never change and then view. like i felt like ox kind of like he just never did anything as a kid to change that until he started really like hanging out with the bennett because i uh, i felt that like because he, he was smart and he like and you see that throughout the book you do kind of like and he's like an unreliable narrator i think you would label ox as because I don't like, know. It's one of those things where you could say that he's unreliable or he's so reliable because he only reads the situation as what it looks like. So it, it, yes you know, and no, in the sense that like an unreliable narrator, I think because of how he in particular, how he views himself, because he's okay, always yeah. like because as you see with like Elizabeth and how Elizabeth and Mark look at him in particular throughout yeah and they always see him as and like even thomas saw something bigger than and gordo even saw something bigger than he is and he always was yeah, like okay okay you're right like thinking about it now i think he's an unreliable narrator i, I agree think i think that he, he is like he just didn't have he doesn't have confidence and this is also he yeah. takes how like he, he takes what, how people negatively speak about him and takes it as like a This fact. is also like, this is a first person narrative, which I haven't read it's, in a while. It's it, so, did, it did take me a while to get into it. narrated very weird because it's narrated kind of like he's telling you about the past. He's telling you the story, but you're like, kind of in it because you're in you it. start in the past. Like you actually start like, in yeah. the past. But yeah. it, he narrates it kind of like how, like if he was writing you like a, like a letter of like kind this of, is how it happened yeah because like, he doesn't narrate it as like i'm here in the moment he's narrating it like i thought this yeah i heard this like like it's all past tense yes yeah that's true i mean like the only thing that i would say so like trigger warning wise it's pretty gory like it's pretty descriptive it's descriptive yeah so like but 
And then I guess the whole bad dad thing, like, because that's pretty, yeah, like, cause... there's clearly some childhood trauma here. And you, like, you, it's never on page, though. It's always talked about in past yeah. tense. Besides like, the fact that about... his dad is a piece of shit, like, in the first scene. He talks about how his dad used to be his mom. And you can see, the thing is, I, like, I absolutely love about this book is the, like, Ox's growth throughout the book. Is huge. Because it's, it's huge, but it's so gradual. Because it it's, is. like, it's not, like... Because, you know, most books, it's, like, one changing event, and they, like, kind of, like, you know what, I need to change this. Yeah. And they kind of change I... their entire perspective, where, like, with Ox, it is such, like, a like a gradual hill that, like, when you get to the end of the book, yeah, you are, like, oh, he's grown so fucking much, and you've seen it through, like, little things here and there, and you see how much he's grown. I also, so I typically we've talked about this i'm not a fan of like flashbacks when you see someone this as a teenager a or as a child you started out as but this book this is book so well written like it's book like this is probably the best writing that i've read in a really long time this book spans like 10 years at because l- he meets no even yeah, more because he's 12 at you the 12, beginning but he that's only meet. like first chapter and then second chapter he's 14 yeah and then he's 16 and then the book really doesn't start picking up until he's 16 but this is like quite honestly one of the best written books like i've read in a really long time like this is a hot like like this is written so well it's it's a real like it's well yeah it's It's and it's like a book even if you weren't a paranormal fan like the writing is so good it does mainly explain like the like paranormal aspect because obviously Knox Ox goes into it like not knowing absolutely anything he's like a fucking like 18 year old when he mm, six to 18 yeah 18 when when they he like finds out the secret yeah yeah and I mean like because yeah this is single POV so you only ever hear from Ox the whole time I I can't wish I wish we heard from Joe I yeah but even if it was like every once in a while you Mm -hmm. got a Joe chapter I like I can't wait to read the next books in the series to kind of see Ox from other people's perspectives agreed because I can't I like I love Gordo and Gordo's I I think it's going to be from Gordo's perspective I agree when you read the back like the reading the back of the book of that one kind of like how this one it says like Ox was it says Gordo like it it I'm assuming it's I, I assumed that like you're it's it follows the Bennett's which is the family like you're yeah gonna have although the Bennett's haven't been the narrator no it follows the Bennett's but like every because like most of the Bennett's get a book yeah but you don't it's always the other person the third book isn't actually Kelly it's Robbie it's Robbie yeah so it's not even a Bennett it's not a Bennett interesting i yeah i i didn't think of that like and this so this book has really high rating so it, it has it's really fucking it's a 4.3 um a 4.3 stars and that's i would say this is accurate like i gave it's this really a five high and sure. it also has because it came out in 2016 so it has quite a bit of yeah it has forty four thousand ratings yeah so like, which is not quite the, the, as the many... funny thing is i find that so high for a book yeah. that's like not necessarily talked about as like obviously i've never heard of this book nowadays never heard of it like nowadays books are talked about on like tiktok and instagram and there's like a big hype about them when they first come out and then they all kind of die down yeah and like obviously the like the quality books are the ones that kind of last throughout the year and the ones that people continue to talk about yeah but like i found it like i didn't realize how many people like read this book until i started looking at goodreads yeah, it's a, it's a, it's really highly rated. It's, I was surprised it's, that it had forty four thousand ratings because I had never heard of this book until you well, told it came me that out we should in twenty sixteen. And I think he has which is like not that long ago. I think he has like a big. He also probably has like a really big following because I saw when I was like starting to like just kind of poke around like the fandom on like online, like people have been getting like the pack 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 tattoo. Oh interesting yeah i yeah i i have never heard of this book so that was interesting to me because i i looked at the goodread rating like literally like right before we recorded this and i was like this is significantly higher than i was anticipating because i honestly did no research beforehand so the only thing that i would say is that 
this felt more like a paranormal book than it did a romance where like you so most of the time we, it would be romance then paranormal this is a this is this is the other one. this is a paranormal before it's a romance well yeah i think like there is a central a huge, love story and there is an hea but the book is about ox not about ox and joe yeah but the thing is it's like joe is mentioned everywhere in this book yes it is definitely about joe he always like every page has like a like something that he like he thought about joe he talked to joe that kind of thing the only thing that like so usually what happens is when you read a single pov and you're in one person's point of view you're always like oh i wish they had more interaction you know what I mean? Like, you wish that the the like the two main characters were in more scenes together because you're like, well, I want to know that person. I never once was like, this is too much Ox. Like, never. I never thought that it was too much Ox. The only time that I wish there was more Joe was in the, th- the three years that he was away. And I was like, I wish yeah. Joe was here. But otherwise, like, I, I never once was like, I wish Joe was around. Like, I was quite happy to be just with Ox, which is Cause Ox weird is for such, me. Because Ox is such – he's – like, I've never read – a hero a, like him. A hero or main character yeah. like him. And that's like, and you feel like Ox is like, you're in you're, it. You're in it. And like it's he, such is, a, he is a beautiful character. I absolutely love Ox. And I, I mean, we haven't read the rest of the series. Maybe we should do the rest of the series for the pod. Because I, I cannot wait to read Gordo's because I um, fucking love Gordo. But I mean, yeah, like th- this book is just so well written. And you instantly, like, within the first three chapters, you're, like, there. Yeah. Like, it doesn't take you long to be, like, in. I, re- I probably finished this book in less than a day. Like, I devoured it. I had to take breaks because it was, you reach a point. I didn't cry at all. I, 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 I definitely got choked up, but I didn't cry. Bawling my fucking eyes out, and it was the middle of the day, and I was, like, technically working and i was like what is happening i was like i shouldn't have read this in the middle of the day (laughs) i regret my choices and i'm like to be honest one of the only hang-ups i have with this book is the fact that i don't i like and this is also like a we selected this book i wouldn't consider this a romance i would consider this This kind of romance what are you talking about I I mean, yes, but I wouldn't put this solely in the romance category. Like, I would put this in the paranormal category before I'd put this Sure, in but that was like book lovers. It's not really a romance. I mean, it is, though. It's sold as a romance. This is probably sold as a paranormal. No, that's sold as... I'm pretty sure it's sold as a romance. I don't know. It wasn't in the romance section of the library. But the library, like, literally doesn't know how to label things. Like, it also doesn't label sarah j mass is in the romance section so but i would consider this in the same category as the sarah j mass books where it's quite firmly a fantasy but also like mostly a romance but firmly a fantasy this is firmly a paranormal but also mostly a romance yeah if that makes sense rather than it's firmly a romance I mean, other than that, like, I have zero hangups about this book, which is so strange because I also can't seem to wrap my head around it at the same time. Like, I feel like I need to sit with it. I absolutely love this book. Like, th- usually I'm pretty quick. It, 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 has to, it takes a really good book for me to finish a book and not instantly start another book. But I didn't, like, once I finished this, I just, like, I just couldn't start another book. Like, I had to sit in this book. For like another twenty four hours before I started another You're book. Fucking welcome. <laughs> so because okay. usually it's just this thing where I recommend a book and you be like, uh, I don't know. You have mentioned know. this book to me before. Like, like I recommend books all the time, and then she'll be like, oh, I don't know, that doesn't look like something I would want to read. And then I force her to read books, and she's like, I don't know why it took me so long to read this. I book. also just and I'm like, like don't have. I have so much on my to be read list that it's so hard to just like. Like, do you know how long it took me to get her to read a Mariana Zapata book? That that actually did take me really. It was like pulling fucking teeth. And then I read, I devoured like half her catalog immediately after. Yeah, I mean, so just note, trust Lexi's recommendations, not Aisha's. Yeah, so I mean, the book. Okay, so the book is about Ox, Oxnard. Yeah, Oxnard and Joe, and Ox is like 
the way you would basically think of trail like classic trailer trash like his mom works at the diner they like just make ends meet his dad works at a auto shop but is like like the definition of deadbeat yeah he like is he's pretty sure drunk. his dad has beaten his mom but isn't entirely sure yeah, his mom never confirms never it his mom but his mom never denies it either mm-hmm. and you you start with him at 12 and he and his dad leaves his like literally leave. like the, the first scene the is his dad is leaving. like leaving leaving and and he literally just told him he's like you're dumb as an ox i'm like this who fucking says that to their child i mean you'd be surprised but yeah it's not great it's bad dad did he only name his kid oxnard so he could say he's dumb as an ox i mean that was my first thought to be totally honest and it's funny so it starts with ox the first like i don't know i wouldn't quite say quarter but maybe the first because you don't the first 50 pages are just are just ox are just ox because you don't you meet, don't meet the Bennett's you yet. don't meet uh Joe until his 16th birthday yeah which I think is close to the hundredth page like now that I'm because he um, was he, he he talked a lot about like I still think Gordo's first line is like the best thing I've ever fucking read we phones him and he's like your dad's a fucking deadbeat <laughs> yeah no he like he phones him he's like hey gordo it's ox and he's like oh i was just thinking about you and he's like oh really and he's like no what the fuck do you want <laughs> yeah he's i loved their I relationship lo- i love gordo it was so fu- okay so like because he meets joe so he lives on like the end of like i think it is like road. the 50 page it's like the 50 page mark when you get when you meet joe and basically the way that it's described it's like it's a yeah it's a dirt road his house is like in the the second house it's like in the middle of the road and the end of the road like the dead end is another house and that's where the bennett's live yeah so his entire life see the bennett's house from his house his entire life this house has been empty and then one night he's like literally but sometimes there's a car outside yeah and that doesn't stay for long he meets mark before that when he was like 14 yes and then it takes them two years to get there yeah because they're about to come back and then and then joe, joe gets, gets kidnapped, kidnapped which is yeah. why it takes him so long to get back so um ox is 16 and joe is 10 so there's yeah. a six year it's a six year difference and it's like a friend to lovers like he he doesn't even see joe as like anything sexual until he's like 17 until joe is 17 yeah, yeah. joe is 17 and like so he's it is literally 23? i yeah he'd be 23 23 because he leaves like right after right after and it's cute though it is the it's fucking cute joe is actually fucking adorable joe uh, like i liked that the, my my problem with joe is is when because he's obviously like a kid for majority of this yes and like when he's trying obviously trying to be an adult that was when i was like joe shut the fuck up and let like let the adults let speak. the adults speak because like he's making decisions and i understand like he's supposed he's to be supposed the alpha to, he's supposed to be the alpha and so like his his decisions are like kind of like the law but yeah, or they're going to eventually be the law yeah and like when he decided to leave and he literally didn't tell off the thing is is that I think as a reader, you're also supposed to understand that it's the wrong decision. Yeah. Well, it's the fucking wrong decision. So, and not just because you're in Ox's point of view and he thinks it's the wrong decision, but you can clearly tell that as Ox reads the room, everybody thinks it's the wrong decision, but isn't quite going to say no to the new alpha. So, no, they think it's the wrong decision, but they also are like, we want to do this. Yeah. So, So, like, Kelly and Carter and gordo they're all like yeah this is probably not the best thing we should be doing right now but i'm gonna do it because we want to do this so we should backtrack and like give some background so ox and his mom it's just the two of them just the two of them and his mom works at the diner the bennett's move in and it's elizabeth and thomas so the mom and dad three boys and then kel so carter's the oldest he's the same age as ox kelly's two years younker and then um joe is joe is five four six. years four years younger than kelly kelly so, so six, six years, years. he's the than... youngest of the four of them yeah and then mark and who then is mark is thomas's brother so yeah. like and they uncle. used to live in this town they moved out when carter was 
two. Yeah, so it was to deal with like some sort of political pact. Yeah, thing. it was literally like a like a year before Ox and his family moved to the town. Yeah, so they're werewolves. If you didn't already know, if you didn't know, it's paranormal. And they can like so they can shift into wolves whenever they want, but but the the full moon pulls at them harder to make them try like shift that those yeah. nights of the full moon. So it does the full complete like werewolf shift on the full moon. Yes, but not quite at the same time. They can sustain a half like a, a in between. So they can be like human, but like they could be a humanoid form, of like a, a biped yes. form. Yes, but they'd have like fangs and and like claws, and there'd like, be hair spurting out. My like kind of like pictured like Lupus in Harry Potter. Like that's what I pictured. No, 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 no. He, he could totally like stand up. No, and he was he, totally different shape. Okay, no, but like that's where where it was like this it's weird. Also, where Lupin, like, but. Okay, when he was, like, human, he could stand up, but he had, like, a long nose. He had, no, like, no, no, hair. No. I pictured kind of, like, what is it, Werewolf in London? I haven't seen the movie, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> or, like, um, even what's or like, the one uh, in Underworld? like Vampire Diaries, how they would have change. Where or Or uh, Teen Wolf. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay, that's, that's, Teen that Wolf. would say that's pretty accurate. I think accurate. Teen Wolf is... is more accurate on how I pictured it. Yeah, I would say it's pretty accurate. And basically, they're a pack, obviously, and they're actually like basically werewolf royalty. They're like the they're pack. like the pack, the original. And Thomas is like the alpha of alphas, and you see why because Thomas is like probably one of my favorite characters. He's the best. I cried so hard when Thomas died. <laughs> When his mom died, I was like, oh, my God. I guess he was going. The tears I start when his mom dies. But then when Thomas died, I, I was like. <gasps> I honestly thought that Thomas was going to live. Like, there was. I was, like, sure that Thomas was going to live. Sorry if we, like, we spoil the book. So Spoiler alert. <laughs> Everyone fucking dies. <laughs> um, So the story starts off with, like, Ox by himself. And then at 16, he meets Joe. And he finds out that Joe has been ha- had been kidnapped by the bad wolf, basically, and was tortured for like eight weeks before they found him, and came back just like a broken kid, like scared of everything. Speak for didn't two speak years. for two years, and they finally they tried to fix him. They tried everything. They couldn't get him to speak. They ended up being like, "Fuck it, we're going home." They go back to the small town. Joe smells ox. Literally, like moving trucks outside their co- outside their house. They're like first literal like they just got there day. like hour. Yeah, and ox is walking home. He he had been working with from his shift with Gordo. Yeah, so he works at, at the, Gordo's at the auto shop. Auto shop, and actually, you learn that in Gordo's book, he changed the name of of the the auto shop because he purchased it when he was like really young because gordo's 24 when you meet him yeah he's young he's so when ox is 12 he's 24 he's like yeah he's four no he's 12 years older yeah he's 12 years older and they have this weird like they have like a brother at first you're kind of like maybe it's a dad but then it's definitely like it definitely grows into a brother i think until like until thomas shows up it's kind of like a dad he was his father figure yeah his pseudo dad or like older older brother but then once Thomas kind of steps into the father figure role, he becomes it's more like his brother. His brother, yeah. And you begin this like you basically see this pack of wolves take Ox into their like pack, basically. Yeah. Even though he's human and he doesn't know that they're wolves, he doesn't understand anything because he's like. He's like, oh, they're just really affectionate. Like, they're just they're like always, really affectionate. They're people. like always touching him. Like, and he's kind of just he, like he's kind of just goes with it. Like, even with like Carter and Kelly, like Joe literally like hangs oh off. Oh my of god, him. he calls Joe his little tornado, and he's like, first meeting, he's like, why do you smell like that? And he, why do you smell like candy and pine cones? And he's like, uh, and he climbs. He literally climbs up like Ox's over body. his back, and then flips up to be like hanging off of his neck yeah and like and, and ox, ox is, is supposed like, to be like ox is a, a big, big kid he's yeah. supposed to be like well over six foot yeah by the by the time that he's like fully grown so he's like 
six foot he's and like he 16. 16 he's probably like close to six foot or like just at six yeah because like he's described as a really large kid and basically this like family like takes him in and because at first I was like not quite sure why Kelly and Carter were so touchy and I I get that they were territorial in the sense that they viewed Ox as belonging to Joe and I guess like it's a he belongs to our alpha no and that's why they didn't like Jesse I viewed him as like he belongs to their family like I think like instantly when he walked into that house they were like oh we're gonna keep this kid this is ours (laughs) this is our kid now like because like instantly Elizabeth and Thomas are like because even so nice yeah even like Mark instantly was drawn to to us when he first met him in the diner he like instantly was like we're gonna like we're gonna be friends we're gonna be close and there's something special about you and then he must have told he must have told thomas about this kid i guess so and like basically so he basically just like gets ingrained into this family eventually he finds out that they're werewolves because um because joe has his first shift and they're like we kind of have to tell him now yeah joe is struggling with his first shift so then and the only way like because like ox was his person so like you like had to, nightmares yeah like the first shift anytime like joe was having like a hard time. a hard time he like joe uh he would calm Ox, down for Ox. like yeah would ground him so they end up like so he ends up being like enfolded into this like oh fuck they're wolves and it was so i found out at the that same time scene, that gordo's a witch and he's yeah, like fuck he's man like, why didn't you tell me no i found that scene so funny when gordo was trying to explain he's like i'm a witch he's like no you're a wizard he's, he's like, like no i'm a witch and yeah. he's like you're a fucking witch why your tattoos your sh- arms are shining right now and he's like my arms don't shine they glow and he's like they're shiny it's so it's it's such a good it's scene absolutely hilarious and it's such a so like this yeah this book so like you basically then like they he is just ingrained into this like family and he also starts to like explore so he has a girlfriend who clear obviously the family hates because not the family hate. i don't think carter and kelly like really disliked her like joe did like obviously joe was like he's mine and i know he's mine but nobody explained what was happening what was happening to ox so like carter and kelly i think knew that i think in particular carter knew like yeah no one explained this to ox and he's allowed to like do his thing do his thing so, yeah, and so explore and have his like, choices and so they didn't like obviously they weren't like buddy buddy best friends but i they weren't cruel to her like like he, joe got yeah. joe was like ignored her and he, they were together for like at least at I, least i say a year no, they got they got together like yeah, at least a year or two at years. At least a year. Because when she went away to college, that was when he was like, "I guess we should break up." Yeah, and like, because if when I texted you and was like, "Is the romance supposed to be Joe and Ox?" was when he started dating Jesse, and I was like, "I'm confused. I thought He's it was supposed to be Joe." And Joe was twelve. I understand that now, but like, I was just very confused. So then, and you basically follow Ox through this like he obviously likes girls he then starts to explore like maybe i am attracted to men and you find out that he's bi and then like he's also very like i was it was interesting to have carter be like yeah wolves are just fluid like they just like it's just a thing like gender is just a a thing no kelly said that was it i think it was kelly because carter was like good thing i'm straight and he was like ox was like okay so carter straight and then when he was talking to kelly he was like yeah carter said he was straight and kelly was like wolves are like fluid like that's the just gender doesn't mean anything they either like you or they yeah. don't oh my god but i thought it was so funny if you look up the the um the fan wiki for this it has little facts about carter in particular and one of the facts is he popped uh ox's gay cherry <laughs> but it's yeah, his that's his what they called it. Chair. Yeah, and then, it and was then, like he called it because they he like when that's what he called it. And Ox he was like, came that's out to Carter because I would say Carter and Kelly are probably his like best friends, best friends, and Carter came, in particular because they're the same age. Yeah, so he came out to Carter first, and then Carter was like, "Have you ever kissed a guy before?" And he's like, "No." And he's like, okay. And he just turns around, kisses him. And I was like, and then you, oh, he's totally going to dangle this in front of Joe's face. Like, and like, then 
and but then you get and then you get the scene where Carter goes to college and Ox goes to visit and you get the first like the blowjob scene and I was like this is not what I expected to happen and that was actually like a good scene because he was like are you okay he's like yeah he's like was it consensual he's like yeah he's like cool you like <laughs> great good fucking <laughs> yeah. job buddy it was really funny I mean yeah like I just yeah I was not this book just was full of surprises because you basically then like go through you get to the point where oxen realize he's attracted to joe who's now 17 yeah so it was like, i thought that scene was absolutely it was fucking so hilarious funny because it, like mo- it was like a it was like an instant moment it was like because joe was walking around shirtless like they in just like went running for, shorts they went for like a jog shorts. yeah and so he like looks over he actually starts seeing joe in like a sexual light and he like he did this with Jesse too, and he walks into a fucking wall. It's so funny, and the guys are like, <laughs> and the guys what are like, "What are you? What's going and then on they, here?" And then Carter gets it, and he's like, he goes and he does himself with the cologne, and, and it's it's a it's, good scene. Probably my favorite scene of the whole book is that scene. Yeah, it's it was so funny, and you basically then it becomes like then they kind of start their relationship where Joe is seventeen and Ox is like, "Can we?" We're not going to do anything until you're legal. So, like, until you're 18. But Joe wants to court him. And then... The courting was so funny. It was so cute. So, like... But then, everything goes to shit. Everything goes to shit. And the bad wolf comes back, basically kills the two most important people, besides Joe, really, in, in Ox's life. Yes. His two parents. Yeah. They basically kill his two parents. His mom and Thomas, who's his, like, pseudo-dad. Yeah. And... Joe becomes alpha at 17, which is a lot. It's a lot. And then he decides that he's going to hunt down this bad man. Yeah. Because Richard Collins. Because he has to. And he thinks that's what Ox wants. And Ox is like, no, I'm grieving. Like, I, I want you to stay. I, I like my whole like the problem with that and like why. Like, I know you're you're obviously supposed to, like, be mad at Joe for doing this. I think my whole, like, thing with my feelings towards Joe is, like, he didn't really consider Ox's feelings. I also think he's 17. He's 17. And that's, like, and I, I, like think- I understand. But, like, and then when he, he comes back and he tries to grovel and he's like, I did what I did. I don't regret it. Or he does somewhat regret it because Ox is fucking angry yes. at him. I just, like... I, I think that, and I think that normally I would be, like, what did I read? I read a book recently where I was like, he did not grovel enough. Like, I would not forgive him. And I don't I think, think the other guys groveled enough, but that was. I But I, I also think that, like, Ox understands it as Joe's choice. And the fact that he is the alpha, and it is his job to make the choice. And the reason you forgive Joe is because you also remember that he was 17. He, yeah. And he comes back as like a 20 year old. Yeah. And you recognize the fact that he was a child who he made was the a choice. child who made a choice, but I, you can still be mad at him for making the choice, making the choice. And then the choices he made along the way of like cutting them off. Yeah. Because Cause they stop speaking and then yeah. they're worried, but then they can't go against their alpha because they like literally physically like cannot not listen to him. Yeah. But then the uh, what I was surprised about was the fact that then Ox becomes alpha as human because the, I, I honestly like it did make sense for like the pack needed an, a leader and the land needed a leader. So it just kind of happened. But I honestly thought that when he asks Joe to turn him before Joe leaves, I thought Joe was going to say yes. And Joe says no, because he can't be there to, like, be there for the shift. I mm-hmm. honestly thought that, that he was going to, like, that, that they would just turn him at that point. I, when I was reading it, I thought they were going to turn him before Thomas, Thomas died. And the thing is, is you get a foreshadow of the fact that ox becomes alpha because thomas asked ox yeah to take over as alpha and says someone needs to be alpha right now and you like you need to do it this like and the only reason it doesn't happen is because joe shows up but the, th- the thing is like i don't i don't know if i was like as surprised as you were because like i think thomas saw this in 
Ox. I agree. I think, and Ox is this character that like draws people to him. Like, yeah, yeah. He, he just has like natural ability. He has his natural just, ability. Like, At the very beginning, you're like, he's like, oh, I don't have many friends. People just don't like me. But you see these characters like just get drawn, just kind of get drawn to him. That happens with Gordo. It happens with the guys at the shop. It happens with it's, Jesse. It's because he just he's never he's never not who he is. He's always himself. He's always authentic. And he's himself. Yeah. And he's always he's always like, what do you need? Yeah. And I, I that's thought a I think that thing. was like a thing that like I was kind of like I was getting frustrated for Ox with everyone else in this in like around him because no one was like what does ox feel about this and what does ox want because it's always like well if it was you always have yeah it's like we need this it was kind of meant to be and they're always like you have a choice and i'm like but he's doing he's picking everything for everybody else it's never like i want to do this i feel like we should do this but i think the point of the book is that his choice is joe yeah and i think that that by choosing joe he therefore must choose everything else, and I think that that's like that's the romance part of the book. But I, I also he think has to choose like he chooses Joe. Mm-hmm. I also think that if Joe didn't leave, Ox would never have developed this sense of confidence and sense and of self. self. Agree, because he would always be like, "Well, Joe's the alpha." Joe, like it, it would always be him and Joe, and it would never be. Like, as a pair, it would never be, like, Ox and then Joe. It, w- it would always would, be, like, them together. And he would, he would always, always defer to Joe. He would yeah. never necessarily, like, he wouldn't, he, like, you you almost need Ox he needs needed, to do he that. He needed that time without Joe to really to learn. To come who he is. And without Gordo. Like, without, like, without, without having, his, like, Thomas. Net. Yeah. Like, without having the people that have guided him there. And his mom, like, he then had to just Cause I think figure it out. Ox is, he's, like, wh- what's that quote in Harry Potter of, like, the best leaders are the ones who don't want, want to, to lead. lead. And that's Ox. Harry that's a Harry Potter quote. Um, but, yeah, that's, and which is, and then, which is why. But, like, he, he obviously is, like, a natural born leader. Because, like, not only does people just get drawn to him, but, like, everyone kind of sees him as a, as a leader. And that's start deferring to him. Yeah. And that's why I'm, like, Ox is obviously an unreli- unreliable narrator because he doesn't understand. What he doesn't understand it and he doesn't see it in himself. Yeah. So, like, because you basically, Joe ends up leaving and then Ox just, like, basically steps in as alpha even though he's human and basically puts the pack together but at the same time creates a new pack because yeah he creates himself a new pack with 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 the guys at the shop because he so it was i thought that was like his first very like first selfish thing he ever did the first decision he made as like i am making this call was when he decided to tell the guys because they're like where is gordo like what happened to gordo and he was like well gordo's a witch you know, do you have you ever heard about werewolves? And I thought that was my first like I I saw this as first very selfish like I'm making this decision for me because he didn't want to bear the weight anymore. And the thing is, yeah. is, like after Thomas and his mom died, he was always worried about everyone else grieving. But he I found that he never had an opportunity to grieve to himself. Grieve. Because, like, yeah. he was always looking after, like, Mark and Elizabeth. His, well, to his make- grieving was the one time he went to the house and he was like, I am going to be in this house and I'm going to grieve. You can come with me and then we're done. Like, we we both need to figure out what's happening. Like, we can't keep just, like, for, like being stuck in what was. We need to, we need to be. No, because he went before Robbie came. Because Ro- he saw, he went. And that, that was, like, right before. Oh, yeah, with Elizabeth. Yeah, with Elizabeth. And then he was like, you need to shift back. Like yeah. when we came out of this house, you were going and to then shift when, back. And then he was like able to go back into the house after Robbie basically cleaned, cleaned it. Yeah. And Robbie was an interesting character because you, you kind I really, of see Yeah, I really like, want to see how Robbie develops. Because you see him as kind of cocky at the beginning when yeah. he shows up and he's like, I'm here to do my job. And then he, he's really and submissive. He's like, very he's, submissive. He's like, uh, he's very insecure because like he's as soon never as he really had a place a family like he's never yeah. felt at home so he's like kind of the, the kind of person that was like my entire life is my job 
until he started to realize that his job wasn't really that important. But then he does get a bit of a like savior complex because he yeah, like a like a almost like a Stockholm syndrome where he kind of just like Ox saved him, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And gave him something he never thought he would have. And then he falls in love with Ox. Even though I it's know, like not I don't, quite. I don't think that was really. Like I thought he was like. I I think he was confusing the types of love. Okay. Yeah. 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 I can see that. Because like Ox like, is, gave him un, like unconditional love. But, but like. a familial sense. Like, yeah. Not like a like But romantic. not from romantic. Because Ox. Obviously like, loves Joe. Obviously loves Joe. And he, like. I think with Robbie he just emotionally like was not developed until Ox and like until the pack really started giving him unconditional love because even like Elizabeth started like inviting her into his kitchen and like yeah. like having them do like the, the he Sunday became dinner. like an integral part of the pack and yeah. was like needed and that was what like and, and then, then when, when they Jesse came-, came in that was shocking to me because I was honestly not sure I knew Jesse was, was going go. to come back. I didn't think she was just going to be Honestly, I after thought her high and Carter school. would get together. That was what I assumed was going to happen. But no. I, I like, I thought is. she was going to get together with somebody, but I don't think it was going to be Carter or Kelly or, like, anyone in the Bennets. Because, hmm. like, yeah, the, she, I wasn't expecting her to be, like, inducted into the pack. Like, I thought that they were, like, she was going to find out and then be like i'm out see ya instead of being like instead of embracing it i think if they he wanted to have her in that role i don't think he would have made her related to chris that's true because what ended up happening is that like she then becomes like she gets pulled into the pack and then elizabeth really like takes her in as like a daughter and they lost their mom and she kind of just like finds this like yeah family that her and chris it's funny because once once joe leaves and like they kind of essentially become two packs. Yeah. Ox has always had two packs. He had the guys the at the shop. Yeah. And like that, and like Jesse was technically part of that and Gordo. And that yeah. was one pack. And like, and, then the and you saw separate. that with his tethers because he was Gordo's tether. And like, yeah, he, he, had, he was two separate tethers. And, and then, then when Joe takes the pack, the Bennett. Yeah. And then really Ox just merges the Bennets that are left with his his yeah. actual his other pack and then when Joe comes back they're like these two separate packs with two separate alphas and they're kind of just like unsure the thing is is I I can you obviously you know that Joe and Ox are going to get together but if it came down to it Ox probably could have led all of them yeah I think easily if Joe if something happened to Joe. If something happened to Joe or Joe decided like he couldn't be there anymore. Or he couldn't like, he be the alpha. I Carter, think Carter, Kelly, and Gordo would easily. Just jumped under Ox. And yeah. it would have been like, an easy transition. But I think the other way wouldn't have happened. And I also think that, yeah, I think the, like, the guys at the shop obviously wouldn't have been part of it if, without yeah. Ox. And Robbie wouldn't have just and, jumped yeah, over. I think Robbie would have. Like Ox is very clearly the, the tie that binds the two packs together. Yeah. Because they're all connected to Ox. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because he does and, not but see the, himself also as Also the anything. thing is, is like I don't know if Elizabeth would have gotten back out of her grief with just Joe. I don't think so either. I think I think it's because Ox is who he is. Mm-hmm. And then I love the scene when he's Mark's like, "Well, I'm your enforcer," and he's like, "Oh." He's like, "You didn't know that." He's like, "I mean, I guess I now never that you really say that it, thought about it." He's like, "Now that you've said it, that makes sense." But I guess I've just never put a title on it. He's like, "Well, well, yeah, but yeah, basically like your second. He's like, "Right, okay, sure, that that makes sense, I guess." And it's such an like interesting scene because Mark is like, no, this is my place in the pack. And Ox is still kind of figuring out, like he's always figuring out his place in the pack. Like this whole, like the whole book is him figuring out his place within the world. Mm-hmm. And you don't actually, like he doesn't actually find his place in the world until he becomes Alpha. And then he then has to fight for his place in the world. Like he now realizes this is where I like this is what no, no, no. my I think place in the world is. When he becomes alpha and he like I think it's the second year. No, yeah, yeah, the second, second year, year that he's like is okay, when this is he's where like okay, I'm alpha. This is my pack. It was when he was like it was his moments that like Ox really 
didn't care how anyone perceived him anymore. Yeah. Because he always used to take like, oh, well, like. I'm not enough. I'm not enough. My dad said I was not, not enough. Everyone at school I'm said I was not up. enough. And now that he was like, when he got to being alpha and really comfortable. like Making decisions. Making decisions. And everyone was like, well, no one's going to understand. And he's like, I really don't give a fuck what everyone thinks. Yeah. This works for us. And like. It's on you. It sounds like a you problem. Yeah, which is really interesting. The I did wish that you got like another hundred pages of Joe and Ox at the end of the book. Yeah, I really wanted like, to see him more I, as a wolf. And I wanted to see him them as a couple. Like cuz you don't actually get to see them really as a couple. Uh, yeah, I really wanted to see the courting again. <laughs> cuz like they basically become a couple and then Joe leaves, and then they're not an actual couple. And then when he really, gets back, and Ox decides that he gives him two weeks of groveling before he even decides that they can like start to talk. But they they do get together, like really shortly like, before the fi- the finale. But like not no 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 because like it it's basically after he accepts Joe's like apology, and he's like. I'm not going to be mad about this anymore or yeah. he's going to, he's like, I'm mad, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to let us get hung I'm, up yeah, there. I'm not like, going to blame to move you forward. anymore. Yeah. That was when, cause they like, they shared a bed and they did like everything together, but except have sex. Yeah. But that was also cause they didn't want, he didn't want to bond they did, yeah, because he was like, I don't know how this is going to end. And, and I don't want Joe it, to be ruined. Like, I don't want, I don't want, if something happens to me, like Joe wouldn't make it if we were bonded. Yeah. Because he's already gone through so much. Mm-hmm. So like, cause the book ends with basically like, I honestly thought that it, like, I didn't think that Richard was going to kill him. Like I, I was like, it's over. And then like within three sentences. Yeah. Ox the is the dying. final fight, like it, it's literally like, five pages it's actually so cool but then at the same time it feels so long it feels so long because so much happens in that because like i honestly yeah i i quite honestly was like it's over like he's under the bridge he's dead and i like honestly thought that he was i didn't think like i knew that i thought that was it i i knew after the fight that like there's no way ox would have gotten away from it unscathed so i knew something was gonna happen like when once he went over the once they went over the bridge like once he put that crowbar in like each of their throats i was like something's gonna happen to ox once they got off the bridge i was like something's gonna happen to ox because gordo's not there anymore joe's trying to catch up with him something's gonna happen to ox well and then when joe shows up and he's like okay i'm like okay this is it like happily ever after and then nope that's a lie richard literally fucking guts ox and then joe has to turn him to save him, which they have talked about. Joe basically was like, I would turn you to save you, like, even if you didn't want it. Because mm-hmm. he said that he was ready to do that for the first fight, that he was like, I would have done it. If something happened to you, like, I would have just turned you, even whether it was your choice or not. Because Thomas always gave him the choice. Yeah. And they basically, he turns Ox, and I guess like the way that I pictured this happening is like kind of like, you know, in Twilight in the movie where he where Edward turns Bella and then she's just like laying in stasis. That's what I pictured this happening. That basically they like turn him, they like pick up all of his pieces and they just like laid him down just, and we're just like, This is just gonna fucking happen. Guts just and they just yeah, they body. basically just like no, I think pulled it all I together. definitely think that like they didn't they, he was holding him when but he, it, it did it say how long had passed from the that happening to to ox waking up uh, i, don't think I think it, did. It, it, it couldn't have been long because everyone was still covered in blood everyone was still oh, covered in dirt so maybe within like the so i think it hours. was like within the night okay because i wasn't quite sure how long that actually ended up being because yeah and then and then of course ox is like because joe it looks exactly like his dad is a wolf and he is pure white no, because... Yeah, he's pure Tom- white. No, Thomas had some... He had black patches. paws. And then... and Joe then is pure white. Pure white. And then with- Ox is, like, the absolute opposite. And he's, he's, like, pure cl- black. Yeah. Which I thought was, and like, he's so... larger than Joe. Than- but then as a human, he's also larger than Joe. No, they're about the same. After he comes back, he's... They're about the same. 
because like joe fills out when they're yeah, on the when road he's away yeah i just like super interesting and like i did wish that we got like i could i, I do wish the first thing i did after i finished the book is i read the author bio realized it was a guy and was like huh and then i went to the website looking for a bonus chapter to see if maybe I, there was a bonus chapter i do somewhere. wish that we like and that's kind of why i'm excited to go into the next books but i do know gordo and mark's book is probably going to start when they're kids and when like because gordo joins the pack at 12 and 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 ox mentions that he's seen he saw gordo and mark together when he was a kid when he was like six he was like i've seen gordo yeah i saw gordo with a guy before pictures in when when gordo leaves he goes to uh gox goes to gordo's desk and finds a picture of mark and gordo together like mm-hmm. as a couple when yeah. they're like 16 and i'm pretty sure yeah. i what think what happens is that that's I, like i'm excited to go through the books i yeah. i honestly don't think you're not you're gonna not pick up right away until you get know. to kelly's book but i think that i'm interested to f- I, don't I, know. I can't wait to see how because i think Mark and Gordo's book obviously extend past where Wolf Song ends. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure his dad comes back to haunt them. Yeah, it it would have to be dealing with 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 Gordo's dad. Yeah, with Gordo's dad. But I also like, but you're obviously no. I don't think you're gonna start right when Wolf Song ends. I don't know. I I'm, think you're gonna start when they're like when they're kids, when they're together and they leave, and then how Gordo deals with them leaving. Because they left for like. I read the back of the book for Raven Song. It sounds like it picks up right at the end of this of Wolf Song. No, I think you're gonna see them when they're kids, or you're gonna get flashbacks. flashbacks. Yeah, I think you're. But I don't think he's. I don't. Just by like how this book is written, I don't think he's gonna do flashbacks. I think he's gonna start chronologically where. And then you get to see some. You get a little the three years that they're away. Yeah, you get a little bit of the overlap because then yeah, Kelly's could pick up when he gets back because it's about. Because it's about Robbie. Yeah. Because it's, yeah, because it's not actually Kelly. It's it's Robbie's point mm-hmm. of view. Because the last book, I'm pretty sure, is in Carter's point of view. When, from when I was reading the, like, yeah. the, like the bios. Hmm. The, the only note that I have that we haven't touched on is the pacing in this book was so good. Like, you never felt you like never, you were anywhere you, too yeah. long. It, which is a huge thing. It moved relatively quickly because it it's funny because it though, spans over ten years. It's, it's funny because it's like it's paced so slowly, but it's also paced very quickly because yeah, it's weird. You like get that. to like the halfway mark, and the halfway mark is really where things start to pick up. Is like that's where Thomas and her, his mom dies. Yeah, and like, they feel like very distinct part one, part twos. Yeah, like part one is ends Before. when Thomas dies and Joe takes over. Yeah, and then part two is joe kelly carter and gordo leaving and then ox becoming alpha like Mm -hmm. it becomes like very two distinct when really that only happens in the last third of the book yeah but this book because there's like so well there's about like a quarter of this book yeah quarter of this book where joe is gone yeah is a whole quarter basically a whole quarter of this yeah it's a quarter of the last third Mm mm-hmm yeah, I would, and, like, that. the thing is, is that, like, one thing that I find about, like, this isn't quite flashbacks, but it, it does kind of remind me of a oh, book yeah, that has they, flashbacks. It starts to go into italic, because it'll, like, the way this, ch- the, the chapters are split up is, like, they're, like, paragraphs. Yeah. And they're not broken up by, like, Because in one by chapter, you could get like three years yeah. in some of them. Because, because so he'll, like... They'll do like a, a big paragraph of one scene and then they'll sandwich in between like a flashback and then it'll continue on back. Mm-hmm. I remember those because it would be like there would always be like shorter little paragraphs. But of this like book flashbacks. was just paced so well that you never felt like you were in any time because this, is, this book takes place over 10 years. Like you never felt like you were within one specific time mm-hmm. for too long. Like you were exactly where you needed to be for that long because the three years that Joe's away are actually three separate chapters. Like they're just yeah. three chapters. Obviously they're long chapters, but you never feel like they're too long. I never long. felt the chapters were too long. No, know? I don't think so either. This book is paced like phenomenally. Like it's this is ridiculous. A, a beautiful fucking book. It's a good book. I mean, so 
then going to like rereadability, I think I'm gonna buy this book. I did see that there's a new there's cover another for cover, Song. but it's like thirty bucks. And I don't want it. I would rather have this cover. I actually like this cover better than that cover, to be honest. I actually really like the other cover. I just like that this one would match the other books. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they've released the other covers. But um so I I would reread this for sure. Like I think I'm I think now that we've talked about it, I'm like, yeah, I, I'm gonna buy this book and I'll probably reread this. Like this is something that I'll probably oh reread God. every year. Or every It's gonna emotionally every book I suggested for this freaking month was like bangers. Like not only <laughs> bangers, but like they just hit. Because the books that I really, really fucking love this year, the thing is we wanted to sp- obviously sp- break up what type of books we yeah, were so reading. Yeah, we have like all contemporaries. Yeah, but like the books I wanted to read, like that I would like, the most amazing fucking books I read this year were like Wolf Song, Song of Achilles. We could have done Song of Achilles, actually. Song, but l- There's the still time, weight, I guess we could switch. The but. weight. It's just so fucking long for that book. You would never get that in time. I guess I could have bought it at Costco for like $10. But Song of Achilles will fucking gut you. It was like one of the only books that I literally had to like put down and like sob my fucking eyes out. I didn't cry I, for this book though for Wolf Song. I cried so fucking much. Literally to the point my eyes were like so swollen that I was like I like you can tell I've been crying. <laughs> really? I didn't. I definitely teared up during when his in that like two or three like chapters where his mom dies and then when thomas dies but i don't actually think i like cried i sobbed okay i sobbed (laughs) because yeah i i I would definitely reread this i would also recommend this to to most people like i think the only reason i wouldn't recommend this because the sex scenes are quite actually the sex scenes are actually quite like they're fairly explicit yeah you know what i still think that like if so okay so if i had a friend who specifically read nonfiction, probably wouldn't recommend this yeah but if they read any sort of paranormal i would probably still recommend this like anyone who reads paranormal or fantasy because the writing is so good Mm-hmm. That to be honest, they even if they're not a romance reader, I'd still recommend this because the writing is so good that like it doesn't really read like a typical romance and they would still enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Like there's very select few that I would not recommend this to. It's a really good fucking book. Um, I gave this a five and it, to be honest, I was like, maybe I'll give it a four and a half. Cause Lexi, Lexi's books opinions are just fucking bangers here. I haven't, guys. I don't know. I rounded up to a five on bangers. bangers. I don't know if I actually, I don't know if I give this a five. This is I, a five. I need to sit on this. This is a five. Obviously you gave it a five. You a five. Steaminess? I don't know. I feel like I it's still like like a, a three. three. Yeah. Because like obviously he out. doesn't start thinking uh, like one you get like one scene with jesse which is like but it's very like but the thing over. is yeah it's very glossed over you get the one blowy in the bathroom which is a, a more depth than more in depth but than it's jesse glossed scene. over but yeah. once you like get to him and joe him and joe it is it's quite descriptive and it was yeah. good it was like they're good sex scenes there's only two though Three, yeah. if I guess, if you include I the mean, last. No, no, two, two because the and but the last, the epilogue is literally just the sex scene, li- just of the them sex scene of them claim- becoming mates. Yeah, did he claim? Did Ox claim? No, I Joe claimed. Joe claimed Ox, but did Ox claim Joe? Not in this, not in the epilogue. I'm assuming that that that, that will probably be something that that happens that we might just hear about in past tense in other books potentially, mm-hmm. but. I would assume that that's what it would be. But um yeah, I don't know. This book was this book was good. I would definitely I would recommend this. It's just so well written that I like mean, I did recommend uh, this to you. Okay. I've <laughs> I feel like you just shat on my books on purpose. Like you purposely shit on mine because you're like You I want like mine to a be specific type of book, Aisha. I do. I do. You know what? There's nothing wrong and with that. And it's what just like. copy paste in most of the books that's not true i have read some pretty out there romances yeah but not ones that you're like five stars you need to read this no that's not true when i started reading dark romance i was like i don't know if i'm gonna 
but this is a rabbit hole that like not sure i'm gonna go down you haven't gone down the my rabbit hole of dark romance when i was like you should read this you should read this i haven't been in a dark romance mood which is why i i haven't read any dark romances recently i've been in a very contemporary mood but i'm like starting to lean into paranormal so i'm probably gonna go into like this massive paranormal reading binge um okay any last words on this book it's a really good book Honestly, I wouldn't even take it. I would just I would just purchase this to read. Like if you haven't read this book, it's good enough to just honestly purchase. You can get it. I think most libraries have the first book. Yeah. They they don't really like I know the Vancouver Library doesn't have the second, third or fourth. But I do know the Surrey Library has, has the all rest four. of them. Yeah, it's got all four. So I'm sure you can find the first book. The series in, is finished, right? Yeah. Okay, good. I hate when a series when you start reading a series, you realize it's unfinished, and you're like, no. That's why I haven't started the Sarah um, J. Because there is Wolf Song, Raven, Raven Song, Raven Song, Heart Song, and Brother Song. Yeah. Interesting titles. I get the Wolf Song in this, so I'm curious to see what it ends up with the other ones. But yeah, I well, would. Raven Song is because yeah, 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 Gordo's yeah. tattoos, tattoo. But um. Yeah, I I would honestly straight up just buy this book but before. You can you probably find the first book at the library. Yes. Um, I don't have any final last words. I think that I said all the things I needed to say about this book. Buy it. Read it. This Love is it. a. I think this is maybe the best book that we've written so far. Lexi's picking bangers. <laughs> like I, I think that this is of the books that we've done for this podcast that we've read specifically for this podcast. I think this is this is the best book that we've read so far for the pod. Bangers. Lexi picks bangers. So definitely read it. Um next week is one of my picks, which is like honestly, this is a hard book to follow. So we'll see how that goes. I but, um, I, I honestly like my other book. I, I don't think you're gonna like it as much as this one. I mean, I this is a hard book if, to follow. To be I honest, I don't know if you're gonna like the book, the other book I pick in general. I mean, this is all. Yeah, this is this also a hard book to follow. So to be fair, like that's also to keep in mind. But um, next week is book three. It's my pick. So stay tuned because apparently recently I've had some some misses. Although Love Light Farms is my pick. Was it? It was a. It was it definitely was, my pick for sure. So you can't take that one. Window shopping, I'll admit, was yours. Pick. Mistletoe Moda was also my pick. I picked the only miss that I've had recently. No, I've I suggested two. Mistletoe Motive. I was like, there's a book about the book, a bookstore around Christmas. It's like a novella. We need to read it for our, just our Christmas books. And you were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then. You saw it and you're like, we should read this. And I was like, I fucking suggested this. I will admit that I've had two misses and it's Scream for Us. And um, and then the, the bossy. bossy Christmas <laughs> was, a, was a miss. I will admit that. But this is definitely the, probably the best book that we've read so far. You're welcome. Um, you're welcome. Stay tuned for next week. Stay tuned for next week. It's my pick. It'll be hopefully a good one. Um, that's all for now. Bye.